Spartan friends, Spartan family, Locked on Spartans listeners, thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Locked on Spartans. This is, again, not going to be another sports episode. Um, A lot has happened in the last 24-ish hours, so we're just going to do a quick update here, talk about a few things, um, some resources for help. Of course, we're going to remember the victims here, and also just show more gratitude for the outpouring of support for Michigan State and by, you know, our fellow Spartans as well. Um, But yeah, just felt like this was, you know, worth talking about for one more day. We're going to pause the podcast until this Friday, okay? Then we'll talk about the game on Saturday. Should it still be happening, but would be ridiculous to break down MSU's starting lineup for another day or looking at the linebacker situation. We're not going to do that here. Um, We're going to talk about everything that's been going on. And first and foremost, this is for anyone that is a student there or is a family member of a student there or anyone in the Lansing area. Um, Because, you know, obviously you could use help outside of Lansing area, but this is MSU area specific. And this is how to get help for what happened. And I, I just want to hammer this home. Please, no one think that you are above this or that you feel the need to tough it out or anything. Or, hey, maybe you were in a different neighborhood completely on campus and eh, it wasn't actually even that close to what happened, relatively speaking. It's not, not a normal situation to happen. This is a traumatized event. If you need to get help, please, please do not be shy about it. All the updates can be found at msu.edu slash emergency. Uh, They're going to have counseling in Acres, Brody, Shaw, the Hannah Center as well for families. Um, And also listening sessions throughout the week if counseling isn't your speed. Sometimes maybe even just a listening session can help. This is where you sit down in a group or one-on-one. Talk about your experience because that helps out a lot more than maybe you even know. So maybe give that a try. Uh, we're going to have the links to this in the YouTube description and the podcast description. This would be at caps.msu.edu emergency for more information on that. So those listening sessions take place in every neighborhood on campus. They even have Zoom options if that is more of your alley there. So go ahead, please, please get yourself some help if you are on campus or were shaken by any of what happened in the last 48 hours. Again, Absolutely zero shame whatsoever. Just do it, please. Take care of yourself. Um, Also, uh, a great moment will be 6 p.m. on Wednesday at the Rock Candle Vigil to remember everyone that was lost here. This is going to be another experience to get with your classmates, to get with Spartan Nation and grieve together. It's part of the process. It's going to be a very tough night. No question about that. But if you are in the area... And I feel like stepping out. Uh, Yeah, the the rock at 6 p.m. I'm sure there's going to be hundreds, if not thousands there. So please be safe when you're there. But yes, uh, that is going to be an event on campus as well. And one more thing to hit about seeking help. If you need to talk to someone right now, crisis service uh, operators are available 24-7 at 517-355-8270. Press 1 at the prompt to speak with a crisis counselor. That is on the Michigan State website as well. So no shortage of options to uh, get help if you are seeking it. And odds are a lot should be seeking it. Um, So for us that are far from campus, that we're actually not even close in proximity, but of course want to still help out our Spartans that were impacted by what happened on Monday, 
giving2.msu.edu slash spartan-strawn. All right, you could donate to MSU. That's going to help all the resources that we just talked about. So there's a lot of GoFundMes flying around. No shortage of those. Uh, many for the victims, of course, to pay for all their expenses that they have coming up. Um, but also, if you want to give straight to the university, giving to, that's one word, .msu.edu slash spartan-strong. Again, we're going to put these links in the YouTube and podcast descriptions. Um, now, there is just one quick bit of sports news. I, I know it's incredibly trivial in the grand scheme of things, all but meaningless, but we're just going to talk about it really quick here. As you probably know by now, the basketball game on Wednesday against Minnesota is postponed. Uh, Friday, there was going to be a gymnastics meet. That is postponed as well. I can see both not being rescheduled. Uh, the gymnastics statement even said, we'll update people if we ever end up scheduling. Something along the lines of that. But basketball too, again, this is meaningless, but just for sake of conversation here and you know, get our mind off it for 30 seconds here. Uh, I would be a little surprised if the Michigan State versus Minnesota game is rescheduled. Uh, we are at the tail end of the season, and after looking at Michigan State's schedule and Minnesota's schedule, who already had a hiccup because they had to reschedule a game with Illinois due to COVID, um, there isn't a day on the calendar the rest of the season that would allow either teams to have a two-day break between the games. So th there's no Big Ten title chase up and coming. I don't think Minnesota is necessarily in the title hunt. Could be a little wrong there, but I just don't think that this is going to be a game rescheduled. And Saturday, as of now, it's on. There's no indication that it's off, but... I mean, if a Friday event is getting canceled, uh, something like this just happened within the week, wouldn't be out of the question to maybe just keep your eye on that. Now, we're going to switch our attention here to the victims, the, the three fatalities, uh, the three students that did not get to leave the Union or Berkey Hall. And uh, that is going to be, we're going to start off with Ariel Anderson, a Gross Point North graduate, straight-A student, and, quote, respectful, bright, polite, and humble. And her maternal grandmother, uh, April Davis, said, quote, she's kind, loving, caring, compassionate, driven, and very family-oriented. She had dreams of becoming a pediatrician one day, and sadly, those are going to be dreams that will not be met due to senseless behavior. And, yeah, uh, Brian Frazier, also from the Gross Point School District. He was a Gross Point South graduate. Uh, I mean, all, all three of these kids just had nothing but glowing things said about them. All very active in their communities. Brian was no different. He was actually the Phi Delta Theta president at Michigan State. And his family did not speak uh, to the free press um, or the media at the time of this recording. Very understandably so. I literally cannot imagine what they're going through. But Phi Delta Theta did have a statement that said, quote, Brian was our leader and we loved him. He cared deeply about his Phi Delta brothers and his family, Michigan State University and Phi Delta Theta. We will miss Brian and mourn his death deeply. Um, his church had great things to say about him, just how upstanding of a member he was in the community. His high school swim team talked about his infectious personality. And uh, the third victim here is Alexandria Werner um, from, oh, man, from... From Clawson Public Schools, um, which is, yeah, I mean, it, it doesn't matter. I mean, two miles away from, from where I live, it's just crazy how it hits you differently, right? When things happen at Michigan State, and I think everyone listening right now is at least, or at the most, I should say, two or three degrees away from knowing 
someone here, whether it be where you live or knowing someone that knows someone, it's just, it's nuts to see it happen at Michigan State. But man, when it is close to the hometown, you think it can't get any deeper of a cut. But yeah, Alexandria Verner, sorry. Um, Yes, Clawson Public School Superintendent. Billy Schellenbarger uh, had just great things to say about Alexandria. Quote, high character, kindness, a giver, so well-mannered, always smiling. She defined what being a phenomenal human being was all about. Adults looked up to her because of it. I looked up to her. They had a candlelight vigil at Clawson's football field, uh, I believe on Tuesday night. Absolutely packed house. Uh, She was just like everyone that we talked about so far. Great member in the community, very family-oriented an athlete and unfortunately no longer with us. Um, the other five that are in Sparrow Hospital right now, we want to update about those uh, students as well. Uh, Dr. Denny Martin spoke around noon. He is the chief medical officer at Sparrow Hospital. He did not identify any of the five patients who are all in critical condition still. As far as we know, four of the five required surgery. Um, and this is just something that I want to highlight really quick here. Um, this is from David Harnes of Spartans Illustrated. He reported that Sparrow Hospital in Lansing has had an extraordinary number of medical staff volunteer to come in to work tonight. So many that they have now told their team members that no additional help is needed at this time. That was on Monday night when everything was still unfolding. Uh, not only was the police presence and all the help that they got outstanding, but so was the medical personnel and the medical assistance that Sparrow saw. Um, and speaking of the police presence and everything going on there, uh, we, we talked about a little bit yesterday. Maybe you heard it too if you listened to the police blotter on Monday night. Is that the dispatcher could not have been cooler, could not have been calmer, absolutely dialed in for the moment. And that's with dozens, probably hundreds of tips coming in at a time. David Harnes also sought her out, gave a nice little write-up here. Amy Borejas was the Ingham County dispatch professional we were all in awe of last night as we listened to her masterful performance on the police scanner. So Amy Barajas, just an absolute rock star. Um, She was amazing, and she wrote a lengthy Facebook post uh, that David Harnes screen grabbed and put on Twitter. Um, and she said, last night wouldn't have gone as smooth if it weren't for the amazing co-workers who I call family, as well as the hundreds of first responders from all over mid-Michigan who came to the scene, some on their nights off or after already working a full shift. It also goes on to write, also, if you can contact your local state reps and tell them that 911 dispatchers should be classified as first responders. Yeah, that after her performance, that goes without saying, but she also did start her Facebook post by naming the victims Brian Frazier, Alexandria Werner, and then, of course, Ariel Anderson. So just wanted to highlight um, them as well, uh, just trying to find some shining light here. And there's a, no shortage of it um, with the support that's been taking place elsewhere. Um, in Michigan State and around Michigan State, there, there are vigils taking place everywhere. Uh, Western Michigan's going to have one. Michigan's going to be having one. Um, I'm sure I'm leaving out a ton. Um Rutgers held a moment of silence before their game. Um, Michigan painted their rock over in Ann Arbor. It even extended outside of Big Ten country. The, the Duke Chapel played the MSU fight song and the alma mater over their church bells. And also pro sports, too, right here at home. Detroit Lions, uh, they changed their profile pic on Twitter to green and white, had a nice statement. And we, we've seen tragedy all the time throughout, you know, even the world. And sometimes the, the Avi change the, or the, the profile picture change 
is a trend that happens. And for a while, I felt like, okay, that's that's cute, I guess. But it, it's just different when it happens to your community and just seeing the Lions and a lot of other people, too, change their profile pictures just to something as simple as green and white. It just lets you know that people are there. And um, the MSU community has been here in full force. Um, no. Um, this is a big family, right? We, we talked about it. One of the biggest alumni bases in the, uh, in the country. And we're feeling that. And this has been, um, it's been an unbelievable 48 hours. And I personally speaking, I, again, I wasn't even close to it. Only tangibly know people that are now there, but it, it, it's, it's a community that was hit. And there are a lot of people that were closer affected to it that you just can't help to feel absolutely gutted for because it really does feel like family. Um, as silly as that may sound, but yeah, when you're a Spartan, you're all Spartans. Um, just hearing stories of people offering their homes up around campus to people out of town that aren't even close to home that need someone to be with, uh, just incredible stories like that. And, um, I hope these students feel that love and I know it doesn't fix it. Of course it doesn't, but I, I hope it helps. Because these kids, and not just, I mean, even the last two days have, are enough to ruin uh, a college experience, uh, ruin maybe how you look at a lot of things the rest of your life. But even just two years ago, you, you think of some of these students, I mean, th these are also kids that had some of the years shut down for COVID. Now this happens, and it that that's that's no way to have a college experience. And no, it's not just about like, oh, they missed out on parties and everything. Like, events like that kind of affect how you walk through the rest of your life, I would imagine. Again, um, please seek help out there. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's just been amazing seeing the MSU community rally around each other. Never a doubt that that wouldn't happen. Um, of course it did happen. Uh, this is one of the best alumni bases that can possibly be out there. We're massive. We're big. Love each other. So, yeah. Um, all right. We got through that. We got a long way to go. This will be here for a while. Graham Couch wrote a beautiful column for the Lansing State Journal. Um, go read it. But he wrote something to the effect of national media, that they're going to come in, they're going to come out. This this will be out of the headlines in 48 hours nationally. I mean, people, people, you know, outside of East Lansing have already moved on. This stuff like this happens enough where it's no big deal uh, until it happens to your community. And as Graham wrote, when that leaves, these scars are going to be here for a very long time. And it's got to rally around each other, be there for each other, reach out to people. I've had a few people reach out to me that I can't think enough. Um, love having them in my life. Reach out to other people as well, even if they weren't on campus, just see how they're doing. So, yeah, um, thanks a lot, guys, for listening. Really do appreciate it. When I say this at the end of every episode, I genuinely mean it. I love you all. You guys are the best. You guys make Spartan Nation incredible. So let's um, let's continue to be there for each other. See you all on Friday. Go Green.